sometimes we say like, oh, I want to be successful. Uh, I want to be rich. But why? Why is it that you really want to be rich or successful? Dr. Viv here and welcome on Resets with Dr. Viv. Today I have got a guest, Angie Carrillo. Hey! And, hey guys, hey, hey. <laughs> and Angie is a serial creator, an entrepreneur, an advisor. She's also a communicator of the intersection of science, technology, and personal development through her new podcast, Hack Your Future. Um, and today we're going to be talking about technology and the whole concept around being enough as you are. Angie, it's a pleasure to have you. But before we get into that, guys, if you're not already subscribed to the YouTube channel or the podcast, please do. All links are in the description. I don't know what you're waiting for if you haven't already. And if you're not already following me on Instagram, on Facebook, or on Twitter, or even on LinkedIn, all links and description. I look forward to connecting with you all. So, Angie, it's lovely to have you on. Viv, it's amazing being here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for being here as well. <laughs> so, tell me, like, I mean, you went into tech. How yeah, but it, it wasn't a straight up journey, you know, like, um, it. I, so I'm originally from Peru, okay. and I was born in a normal family, middle-income family. Uh, I didn't grow up even with a computer, right? So I, I never thought of myself as someone technical. And going from, you know, that little girl from Peru that was scared of breaking a computer or using technology to being a tech founder in Silicon Valley, it wasn't a very straight up journey, right? It, it wasn't one straight up line. So it, it took really like ups and downs to realize that I was enough. And this is something that uh, like, I'm sure like everybody that has listened to this podcast will love to, to know more. And, and we all have these kind of stories, right? right? Um, that maybe for you it's not technology maybe for you the big elephant is, is something else maybe for right now is moving all your work in the digital area right now but um or maybe the big elephant that right now we are facing is, is something else but we all have something that we want to push through right and for me it was technology right um so I started, as I was telling you, I didn't grow up with a computer. I was very afraid of technology. And then um, when I was around like 25 or something, I became very uh, into exponential technologies. And I ended up in this community where we, we used to talk about um artificial intelligence and the future and how everything in 2030 is going to look like. And I couldn't see people like me. I couldn't see people 
that you know like we're different that we're even women right so I, I realized that I needed to to do something about it if I was here hearing about all these concepts and it was actually when I was in the UK I know that right now you're you're there and yes. I was the I was visiting some friends I was moving over to the UK because I was in a love relationship and my partner moved and I was like well I'm gonna move you know like because I'm love and he ended up working in the same floor of this institute called the future of humanity institute so we became very like into you know like future and technology and we had these all these amazing conversations and we got to listen you know like to futurists come every day at lunchtime and and for me it was incredible how the world was moving very fast into technology and here I was I didn't have a technical background I didn't study nothing technical right because um I I didn't thought maybe like that was you know like girly enough or I was capable to to do it you know like uh I studied business and here I was, I wanted to create a tech startup. I wanted, I remember I wanted to create an app. I, that was my, my big goal in that moment. Like I wanted to create an app, but I didn't know how to do it. So I started to learn to code on my own, uh, on Coursera, you know, like, so mm -hmm. I opened Coursera. I, I signed up for a class. I didn't tell anyone about that. Um, and then I remember, you know, like telling my boyfriend, well, I want to create a tech startup, you know, like that, that's what I wanted to do. And I thought, you know, like that this boyfriend that I have been with for so long and, you know, like I, I was so in love, I thought he was going to be you know, very um, supportive of my dream, but he, he wasn't. And sometimes the people that loves us, they just wanna see us safe and secure, right? So he was like, no, you're, you're crazy. You have all this career in business. I came from a corporate job and I was already doing very well in my corporate job. And he was like, no, you need to look for a job. You need to work in corporate. You cannot do this. Like mm -hmm. you, you're crazy. You cannot learn to code and, you know, like be technical. You will never be able to be good enough for that. Mm. And I think between that and between, you know, my desire of that, I've seen a glimpse of what people think that the future would look like here in, in this place in Oxford. Uh, I was like, mm, well, let me show you how I'm going to do it, you know, like, and of course that love relationship, that boyfriend became an ex-boyfriend. And, but I think that was the enough challenge that I needed to, to, from someone to tell them, like, let me show you how I'm going to do it. You know, like, if you don't believe in me, like, let me like turn this around and let me show you how, because in that moment it didn't became it wasn't just about me anymore. It was about doing it for the girl, doing it for my little girl that was scared of technology, 
And if I had a computer maybe back then, then I would have become a software engineer in the future. And then, you know, like maybe my life would have taken a different route. So I was like, but I never got to have this connection with technology until there when I was like um, 25, right? So like my, like when I was 25, literally my background, my biggest contact with technology was Excel and, (laughs) you you know, like uh, PowerPoint and that was it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And so, so... I think it was working and working that it wasn't only about myself. It was about me and others. And just like me, there could have been born right now girls that needed, you know, like that empowerment, that push, that that extra um, motivation to tell them, hey, you know, like technology is not, you know, like such a scary thing you can do it too it's just like any skill right so I started learning to code and teaching other girls to code at the same time and and this was also doing as a, as a service to to for others but it was also service for me it was a service for myself for for working with my inner girl that was scared right and then seeing these girls like very young at the end of a summer, uh, having an app uh, created for me was like, wow, you know, like I can not only create apps, but now like nine-year-olds, eight-year-olds, 10-year-olds can create apps too. So like, this is not really like my goal that I had at that time that I wanted to create an app. It's so small, right? Like, and it, because it was like so quickly achieved. So I was like, oh, then, you know, like maybe we can do something big, bigger, better, and we can think more like big. And so, so I went to Silicon Valley, uh, aiming to fundraise for, you know, this coding bootcamp. And then I became like amazed with the Silicon Valley mindset. And I stayed there for a couple years working for, uh, accelerator an accelerator and taking courses and learning as much as I can until I did another um, like think tank program in, that was based at NASA one called Singularity University and, and back then it was based in, in the NASA campus and now now it's not anymore but um, and then I was like, this is my big break. So I can create that crazy company, that 10X company. And I, I did it, you know, like I gathered a small team. We created a, a biotech company. We fundraised very quickly. And it, it was amazing to see that, you know, like that turnaround from the girl that was afraid of computers uh, to the girl that was told that she can't to a woman that was able to face her fears and do it anyway right so wow 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 (laughs) you know and, and 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 you know it's so it's so 
honestly, you, you're so inspiring. It's, and your story is so inspiring because to know that, you know, you grew up without computers and now you're doing these amazing things. There are many times yeah. that people even think I must have the background in it, you know, but what you've shown, it's almost like you've shown that it's possible to get into tech at any point in your life. At any point, at any point, definitely. Um, so I, I, I remember, you know, like I was selected by uh, Technovation, which was backed by the UN woman. And I was selected to, to teach more uh, content, to develop some content, to be a master educator for them, an ambassador for this UN program. So it, it, was, it was an amazing ride. And it showed me that at any point in time, we can get into tech. And especially now that uh, with everything happening in the world, we've been forced, everybody, to move into tech, right? Um, it's just the way that, that things are going to keep evolving. Everything has to be now with technology. Now, technology is what I do for a living. Like Now I'm an advisor on exponential technologies. And I teach, you know, like big companies, on, on how to use these technologies for their new projects or how to disrupt themselves to not be disrupted by tech, mm. right? So and mm. I wouldn't even imagine that I was set to become who I am and to do more things with technology in the future, mm. right? Well, you just, you, you, you more or less believed in yourself that you called. She, she believed in herself that she called and she did. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And sometimes, um, even if we don't have anyone that believes in ourselves, sometimes we need to be that person for ourselves. We need to be like, well, the world is telling me that I cannot do this right now, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to show them how, mm -hmm. right? And, and I'm sure, you know, like you've been through this as well. Um, but it's that it, it's a moment, you know, like it, it, it just takes one moment of taking one decision of like, I could let this sink me to the bottom, or I could let this be the fire mm -hmm. and let me start, you know, like a huge fire from this that happened. So it really, it, it takes just one moment, one decision that you either see this as a negative thing or you see this as an empowering thing to move forward. Right. And you know, it's so, it's so interesting also because of something you said, like, you know, about your ex-boyfriend, for example, being, he cared about your security and safety. So he was not necessarily trying to discourage you, but he probably was because and in his mind, he was doing it from a place of safety and security. And it's, it's interesting to point on that because so many times people care about us. Those around us care about us. Mm -hmm. And they mean well for us when we share our dreams. But they indirectly try to kill it without even realizing that they are killing it. And they're not doing it from a bad place. But... yeah. I, I don't believe he was doing it from a bad place. Mm -hmm. I, I, I believe it was just, you know, like that he was concerned 
mm-hmm. that I had all like all this career. I was already climbing the corporate ladder so well that why would I give all that? You know, why would I take away that and start again over? But um, I, I remember also that that moment when I felt you know, like I felt like in the bit of my stomach that I was climbing a ladder because I thought that that was what I was supposed to be doing and it wasn't for me. And I remember that moment where I felt, I was like, maybe this is not what I was supposed to to do or just do because I, and I don't know, like you call it intuition, you call it gut feeling, you know, like there's also, you know, like a really accurate connection between, you know, what happens in your gut and your brain, you know, like, um, and I remember feeling that same thing, um, that same gut feeling that, oh, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing at also some point in in my journey as an entrepreneur. So it's, it's not that there is one line and you have to pick between you know, your corporate job or being an entrepreneur, um, but it's about being aligned with your purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you are from a point of view that you're thinking something, you're, th- you're thinking that your values are some values, you know, that you have for you. Like for me, freedom and honesty. And, and then your voice aligning that to the same values that you have, like, you know, like freedom and, and I'm being completely honest with myself and I'm being completely free and I'm free to talk. And then with that actions too, like I'm, am I being completely free to to act and in resonance with what I think, what I say, what I do, right? And, and I think living on purpose is living in that coherent action. And that's the true freedom. And when we are not aligned, where we're thinking that our values are something and then we're saying something and then we don't act and then everything's misaligned. I think it's where we get those gut feelings that our body is telling us that there's something that we need to be doing more about it. And that's so powerful because a lot of times we find that we are going down the line because it's expected or it's the normal, it's the safe thing when we are called to a higher calling or higher purpose than where we are currently, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so that, that, that's, that's, that's so powerful. If I was going to ask you, like, I mean, what do you do in tech? Like, what was the first thing, what was the first thing you developed? Because I mean, tech is so wide, right? And many times you're like tech, 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 tech. And, you know, it's so funny because for me, like the other day, I even forgot that I was technical until I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and she said to me, like in the conversation, it was like, you already do, you learned, you taught yourself how to develop a website, your website. I built my website myself. I didn't plan to, but I ended up doing that. I know. Right. (laughs) And, you know, I designed my, my landing pages. I edit my videos. I edit. So it's like you, 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 because you're doing it, you don't even realize that you actually being technical and in technology. 
you know? So like, I know technology is so vast. Like what was the, like your app, what is it about? What was the, what is the, the sort of stuff you do? Well, I helped develop many apps. Um, I love going to hackathons as well. So I end up being very good at developing apps in less than two days. And it was crazy. Um, so I developed multiple apps that I needed at that time. One, it started everything because I wanted to organize myself a little bit more. I wanted to have a to-do list app, you know, like, so I created one for me. And then when I was teaching the girls to code, they showed me that they could create apps that were more, you know, like um, complex. So one of them, for example, created an app for bullying that they started using in their school. And it was, it was to report bullying anonymously. Anonymously, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And, and, and then was, um, you know, like I created multiple websites and created a different um, um, just things with technology and created very like fast websites. I remember when I created this company out of Singularity in Silicon Valley, like I created all the website at the beginning and in less than two days, we had, you know, like emails and a branding and, and we look so professional and we end up presenting in front of like 2000 people. And it was oh, crazy, wow. right? Like to take something from an idea to the real world through technology now is so easy. It's like you have an idea today and then you buy a domain and like you, you, you get all, you know, like branding and, and now it's like, everything's there. Like it's, it exists in the online world when people Google it. Oh, it's a real company. When you don't know that it was just an idea a few days ago. Right. So for me, that has so much power, you know, like, um, we get to, to create things much faster right now. Thanks yeah. to technology. Thanks to technology. And it's amazing how technology has evolved and is evolving and is going to keep evolving. You know, there are parts of me that sometimes say, I hope that the robots and everything is not going to replace us. <laughs> you know, like the, 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 the things we've seen in movies over the years, you know. Um, and on, on that thought, you know, like what if they would replace us? Would that give us more time to do things that only humans can do? like conversations, having deep conversations, working on ourselves, would that free us from the need of, I have to do this manual work? Um, because the thing is that I, I, I believe as anything, you know, like, yeah, we can create an AI and it can govern us and, you know, maybe we're going to go extinct if something goes bad in that way. Like, but also what would if, you know, like if something goes very right and if we being replaced from our job, it was, it's, it's not a bad thing, but it will liberate us, you know, like from the things that we thought that we needed to do, like the system was telling us that we needed to work on, you know, like me on that corporate job, on that line of success. Mm -hmm. Um and then 
you get to see it from these two sides, right? Like, or technology will replace you and it will be something bad for you and it will take you and it will sink you or technology will replace your job. And that means that you get to do now what you are passionate, what you're curious about. Mm -hmm. So that could be another huge opportunity. What if, you know, like the human potential is not even tapped because we've been forced to do certain jobs that we might not love or, you know, maybe you were here, you're born to do you know, a book or art or, you know, like, or even art, I don't know, with your hair or, you know, like, I don't know, like something, but you're not doing that because you think, oh, I cannot make a living out of that. Or like, oh no, like I have here to do my desk job and, and when your desk job is replaced, then what if that's the opening door for you to do what you've really been called here to do? Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow. I'm just taking that in, just taking that in. It's, a, it's an interesting perspective. There are, there are people, other ladies or men, people who have been told that they can't do certain things, people who have been told that they are not good enough, people who have probably been said, told directly or indirectly that they are not good enough. If you sat in a full room with them, of them today, what piece of advice will you be giving them? You're enough. That's what I would say. You're enough. You, I don't believe like anyone got any idea, any like bright idea to bring to this world if we weren't equipped already with the tools to do it. So if you had this big idea of creating this podcast, right? I mean, you might not have all the tools right now, but the tools will come to you or you will learn these skills because this vision that you had of telling these stories, it was meant for you, right? And you have to, to take action. So it's, this idea came to you, so you have to take an, uh, an action to also manifest this idea in this, in this 3D you know, like world that we live. So um, I would tell them that they are enough and all the voices, especially our own, our own little voice that it tells us, oh, you can't. Because sometimes it doesn't need to be someone else or maybe someone else tells you that once but it's up to us if we repeat that voice in our head multiple times and we believe that voice or if we choose to listen to that other voice that is telling us no you you can do this it's it's for you you got this so i think exercises to rewire your brain are very useful Exercises like um, being grateful, exercises like uh, recognizing that you have a negative belief and questioning it, you know, like questioning, okay, so is this really true? Is this true? Like, like, and if it wasn't to be true, if I was to be completely the opposite, would this be true as well? And then naming, you know, like, Sometimes, you know, like 
we believe in something, but we have, we also know deep down that we can do it. But we are using that voice as an excuse. Inner so I think, it, yeah, it, it requires a lot of inner questioning if that voice is really true. Um, and then tapping into the why. If I got this idea, but if I was told that I wasn't good enough to do this idea, then what's the reason why I want to develop this idea? Or if I have a goal, why do I want to have this? Now, sometimes we say like, oh, I want to be successful. And I want to be rich. But why? Why is it that you really want to be rich or successful? It, oh, it's because I want to have security. And then why do you want to have security? Like, oh, well, I want to have security so I can take care of my family. And then, okay, so why do you want to take care of your family? And then it's deep down because, oh, because I want to feel loved or because I want to um, have a feeling. Usually it's, it's, and it's something that we already have, right? So for our fears or for, you know, our goals or whatever, like asking ourselves why multiple times, at least one, like 10, you know, like, and getting deeper, deeper into why are we doing this? Or why are we not doing this? It's so useful uh, to really know your personal why, mm -hmm. your your personal motivation to do something, or your personal excuse on why you're not moving to, to do something. So nice, nice. Wow. Honestly, I feel like we need to have a second round of this. <laughs> um where, if people want to reach out to you, where, how can they connect with you, Angie? Well, they can connect on my website, angiecarillo.com, or um, they can look me up on social media like Angie Carrillo R. Um, I'm happy to connect with everyone, and I'm also be launching soon my podcast, Hacking Your Future, so I'm going to be just hoping to have you there, babe, as well. And, you know, like having more of these conversations and having, you know, like a second part of our conversation, because I know that there is so much that we can talk. Talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, and guys, it's going to be um, the link to um, Andrew's sites is also going to be in the in the um, in the link in the description as well. And Andrew, just before we go, like there are many people that right now in the world that have been hit seriously by the pandemic. Many people are trying to find their purpose again. Many people are trying to find the right pivot for their lives and their careers. What do you say to them? What advice do you give these people as we navigate the world we are in right now? Well, I understand that right now is a difficult time for all of us. We've been set into this accelerated process and now we have to navigate, you know, like all the things that are happening to us. But I would ask you, you know, like I do believe each one of us has a piece of a big puzzle. And if we don't, if we don't put our piece, then we're not completing the puzzle. So sometimes, you know, like people that we love will go um, through this pandemic and 
or our job will be gone or something, you know, like, and we might not see our peace very clearly. So I would honestly ask each one of us to take some time, reflect and understand why are you here and doing this exercise of, you know, the 10 whys or doing some exercise writing or being with yourself in meditation or in any other practice that you are with yourself. Um, it will allow you to tap into why am I here? What is my piece of the puzzle? Not only knowing your passion, but transforming that passion into your purpose, into, okay, how can I do my passion and use it to serve others, to serve the world, what I was really put here. So I think asking ourselves these questions would allow us to start, you know, questioning ourselves more, question our biases, question, you know, like, where, where are we? Why I was born here? Uh, why, you know, like, why do I speak these languages? What I'm here, like, asking these questions and start, you know, like, talking about this with ourselves, mm -hmm. just the, the, the person that we need to tap more um, is what we need right now. We need, we're in a process of integration and a process of rediscovery. And it's uncomfortable, but I'm sure it's, it's worth it. Wow. The answers lie within. The answers yeah. are within. Yeah, it doesn't lie on, on someone else. No, no, it's, it's here. It's within. It's when. Angie, you've been amazing. You're so inspiring. And I think I'll be coming to you from some, for some tech advice as well. <laughs> um, but guys, like, it's been amazing having Angie. And thank you guys for listening as well, as always. Um, if you haven't connected or subscribed to the channel, the YouTube channel or the podcast channel, links are in the description. If you have not followed me on Instagram, if you're not followed me on Facebook, if you're not followed me on Twitter, if you're not followed me on LinkedIn, again, I'm not going to cry. <laughs> but please do, please do, please do, guys. I look forward to connecting. And please connect with Angie as well. Her, the links are all in the description. Guys, it's been amazing having you on. And so until next time, take care, stay well, and God bless.